This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Very important material today. This is actually an educational lesson for those that are always saying, let's see the paperwork. That was the biggest thing when we were covering the little Dave thing from the Mongols, the former international president. We had the interview. There was previous videos where there was some backlash of how we reported it. But we're going to go in death, and we're going to use the Sin City Disciples. We have the indictment, the actual indictment on this RICO case coming up. This is going to be probably a two- or three-part episode on this subject because it's very very important before we begin don't forget to download the insane throttle tv channel on roku also go over to official insane throttle on instagram the subject i wanted to pick up because some of the stuff in this indictment is pretty damn serious. Pretty damn serious. But more importantly, I always thought that my audience was an audience that thought for themselves. That researched for themselves. And for the most part, that's true. I see a lot of people giving advice on motorcycle clubs. Now, granted, it's how to get into one, maybe how to start one. They want to go with the good, which is cool. But there's also the very bad. And there's also incidences where things need to be called out that are going to make people a little uncomfortable. That was the case with former Albad international president uh, Little Dave from the Mongols. Boy, was that a firestorm from the first video I put out. Now, granted, I didn't play the video. It was over a four-minute video, and whoever put out the 53-second video on YouTube of just what they thought that video meant caused some uproar 
but I didn't put it out. And there was a lot of reasons why I didn't put that out. Because I thought it should have been handled in club, but it was little Dave who chose to drag his club through the mud. So why am I bringing something like that up on the Sin City deal? All we heard the entire time during that was show me the paperwork. And I sat back and sat back. I heard creators talking about how do you smear a guy's name? He was the international president. Well, for one, he smeared his own name coming on social media. And two, it really showed the ignorance of the creators talking on this subject. It showed the inexperience, the lack of knowledge about how the justice system works, and more importantly, how RICO works. That phone call that was leaked was very damning. Very damning. I can tell you, most clubs would have said, "Uh uh-uh, out of here. We know what's up. And it wasn't the club that accused him, actually. It was his wife that accused him. Sent text messages everywhere. Sent the video everywhere. And then he tries to put it on another member. That's how it usually works. Going back to the paperwork deal. My position was that with Rico, it can take years upon years before you can find out who's an actual informant. So when that video surfaced, talking about an exit strategy, and even during the interview when we asked him, why in the hell would an ATF agent be talking to your old lady? Didn't he tell you? He denied it, and the interview's up. That I played the tape. One thing on Insane Throttle is we're always going to try to get to the truth. You know, we might be real cool in the beginning, uh, and that's the way it's supposed to be, cordial. But when it gets to the interview, we're down to business. The tape was played. He lied about the tape. Well, where's the paperwork? Where's the paperwork? Little Dave was the international president of the Moggles Motorcycle Club for, what, 13 years? And everybody said, well, within 13 years, you think something would have come down. And again, we're going to slowly get into the Sin City deal because I think this is a very important thing for those that are really ignorant that wanted to jump on the bandwagon of this paperwork deal to understand. RICO is a very dangerous indictment. It has a 98% conviction rate. There is a big difference between state charges and federal charges. The feds 
will just sit there for years upon years and let things pile up in order to take down a lot of people, a lot of club members. This is the case in the Sin City Disciples deal. Well, why are you using the Moggles as an example? Well, quite frankly, I'd be worried to death. I would. There was a specific case that people probably forgot about that has had no news whatsoever since it happened. And that's a worrisome type of deal. Very worrisome. And what's that case? Well, that case happened in 2018. It is now 2021. A case this big should still have some kind of news headlines about clubs, members going to trial, all that good stuff. But we haven't heard anything. Nothing at all. Here's the case. Leaf Chronicle, July 9th, 2018. 75 charges now filed against 21 members of the Mongols biker gang in Clarksville. This was a huge story when it broke. There was new charges had been filed in a wide-ranging federal investigation into Mongols biker gang in Clarksville. A federal investigation. 75 count. Third superseding indictment was returned by a federal grand jury in Nashville. The indictment charges 21 members and associates of the Clarksville chapter of the Mongols motorcycle gang with various federal crimes including racketeering, conspiracy, murder in aid of racketeering, attempted murder, kidnapping, robbery, large-scale drug trafficking, and other crimes. This was at the time of the big patch case where the Mongols Motorcycle Club was being civilly recoed. Civilly. Not any individuals, the whole club as a whole. This was going on at the same time. We're going to go to a little background on when it happened. Police say terrorized the Clarksville community is off the streets tonight. News Channel 5's Kyle Horan was at the news conference. And Kyle, we're learning this group is accused of murder and a number of other charges, right? It's the Mongol motorcycle gang. They're a major gang nationwide, and they set up a chapter in Clarksville. Now some of the members are facing a 54-count indictment on charges such as kidnapping, robbery, and other charges. An investigation that would be the eventual undoing of the Mongols motorcycle gang started with the murder of a woman in a Bumpus Mills Cemetery. This is the gang's website. They have a chapter in Tennessee. Members of the group are facing a number of serious charges, such as burning down another motorcycle club or large-scale drug 
trafficking of 50 pounds of methamphetamine and the transfer of hundreds of thousands of dollars in drug profit to a member of the Mongols California chapter. Today is just the first example of what will be a sustained effort. There will be more to come. That promise comes from the U.S. attorney who helped bring the Mongols to justice alongside the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, and Clarksville Police. Our citizens deserve to live out their daily life without the fear of violence ATF. and intimidation from those who insist on such a violent lifestyle. Here are nine of the 15 men who are accused. These are James Frazier, Alex Santiago, Kyle Heed, Joel Aldridge, Michael Forrester, Robert. That's a little background there. Then I said to myself, let's look up this case. Usually, if you're a citizen, you to go to governmentinfo.gov or govinfo.gov. As you can see, it had, and when you're in a search engine, it'll pull everything within that page. As you to see, Mongols Outlaw Motorcycle tra uh, Proposed Trial Exhibit 2731 is captioned, Mongols Outlaw Motorcycle Gang. When you click on it, and this is a PDF, by the way, as you to see. Oop. Error occurred. The page you requested can't be found. That was the Department of Justice announcement of what happened. You know how they always do that. They'll put out an announcement. So again, nothing has been heard about this case. You have somebody talking about an exit strategy. And hey, maybe I might be overblowing it. But these are a lot of things that actual people on the street would think about. Those that actually know how bad Rico can really get. Rico takes years to happen. Years upon years. So there's never going to be paperwork until you get to court. And people are unmasked. Just saying. Let's go to Sin City. We have the entire indictment. We just got a hold of it. This is out of the United States District Court or Northern Indiana. Raids were held all over the United States. Now, that was filed October 21st in Northern Illinois or Northern Indiana which the news is everywhere. And something with the indictment, it gives the introduction of who they are, who the people involved were. But I want to take you to page 15 where we're going to start. Where it starts talking about the racketeering conspiracy. And here's... Where the proof in the pudding comes is in regards to show me the paperwork crap. Beginning on a date unknown to the grand jury. But at least as of in or around 
2009. They have been following this club since 2009. It is now 2021. Over the next couple episodes as we go through this indictment, you're going to see what I mean about you won't get that paperwork until you go to trial. They have incident after incident after incident that only people from the inside of that club would know in this indictment. So they could have had an infiltrator, a cop. They could have had a member on the payroll for the feds for 12 years. 12 years. New members today probably wouldn't even know the members from 12 years ago. But they had somebody in here for 12 years, minimum, or multiple sources within the Sin City Disciples. Let me read it again. Beginning on a date unknown to the grand jury, but at least as of in or around 2009. Gives the names involved. And what I'll do is I'll put a link in the description box where you can download this indictment. There was multiple acts, murder in violation of Indiana Code, robbery in violation of Indiana Code, extortion, kidnapping, uh, multiple acts indictable under different laws, narcotics trafficking, distribute and possess with intent to distribute substance, Now, here's overt acts. See, everything piles up in a RICO case. In approximately 2009, Kenneth McGee met with Michael Rivera, Ronnie Major, and Antone Gates. And you have to say to yourself, how do they know this? In approximately 2009, 12 years ago, met with these individuals to discuss establishing the Rough Riders MC as the SCD sister club, the Sin City Titans. McGee decreed that members of the SCT would have all rights and benefits of the members of the SCD, but would be allowed to ride motorcycles that were not made by Harley-Davidson. Smart move, by the way. McGee offered Antone Gates the position of the SCT. On multiple occasions during the course of the conspiracy, Ronnie Major utilized his towing company, Affordable Towing, as a chop shop for members of the SCD to dismantle and resell stolen motorcycles and automobiles. That's where it started. Stealing motorcycles. 
is something like stealing a horse to a biker. We see it all the time. You go to the big events. And it's because of something like this that everybody always points their fingers towards members of clubs. Always. On multiple occasions during the course of the conspiracy, Ronnie Major loaned members of the SCT, SCD, and others individuals automobiles which had been towed by affordable towing to be used during robberies and shootings. The individuals whose cars had been towed had no knowledge that their cars were being used as getaway cars for robberies and shootings. On an unknown date in approximately 2010, Ronnie Irvin Major paid Antone Gates. This is in 2010. And another uh, individual to burn the black Chevy pickup truck of an SCD member who owed major money. It was another member. You would figure that you would go through the club to try to fix it. These are brothers. Remember, these are brothers. Instead, they burned a member's pickup truck because money was owed 2010 see how the crimes start building on an unknown date in approximately 2010 Ronnie Irving Major sent Gates and four other individuals to steal motorcycles from a dealership in Maryville, Indiana. This is just one of the count, uh, just one of the guys in this indictment. Oh, we got some more coming in the videos. This is the easy stuff. As it gets going, it gets worse and worse and worse. On an unknown date in approximately May or June 2010, Subject 1, Subject 2, Subject 3 were sent to rob a currency exchange business in Gary. Major instructed them to as where an employee of the currency exchange lived and the four individuals broke into her house and kidnapped her in front of her children, transported her against her will, and made her let them in the currency exchange business where they stole the money. I know we all say, uh, let me get this up here. I know we all say, well, cops will say this, cops will say that. And a lot of it's true. But when you're looking at the state versus federal level, them feds will just sit there and sit there and sit there, let crime upon crime build before they strike. Now, everybody's innocent until proven guilty. The trial hasn't even started. What is the jury going to hear? They're going to hear this kind of stuff. 
right away, it's not going to be Motorcycle Club to them. It's going to be Motorcycle Gang. And if you were a jury and you didn't know any better, what would you think? Lots of material here that we're going to be covering. Lots more. This is basically the background uh, opener. You need to think, though, before you go around shouting, show me the paperwork. If you ever look at these RICO indictments against the syndicate or the outfit or the mob, as you know, it's called. We call it the outfit syndicate here. It also takes years upon years. You never know who's wearing that wire. You never know who the rat is until the trials. Hell, John Gotti was sitting next to uh, Sammy Bull and another guy, and it was the other guy who was actually the rat sitting right next to him and didn't even know it. So be careful listening to people that say, show me the paperwork. Especially when it involves a potential RICO case. You're not going to know. You're not going to see it. Be smart. Don't follow all the sheep. Okay? Don't be one. Use your brains. And I think I wish that's what these protocol channels would teach. Use your damn brain. It's not all good. It's not all cookies and ice cream. It's a serious business. So we'll have more on this coverage. Probably two or three part video. We'll see. Maybe two. I'll be able to slide it all in. But you will be able to download this indictment in the description box don't forget to download our insane throttle tv channel on ruku also insane or meet us over at official insane throttle over on instagram we'll catch you later <laughs>